Praise the Lord, church. Feels good in this place today, doesn't it? Um, I'm going to be taking your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Junior church may be dismissed. While you're getting there, as, as I was sitting out there, they were singing that song, I Thank God. I began to look around this place and see all the things that we have to really thank God for. We have addictions that's been broken. We have lifestyles that's been completely turned around. We have ventilators that have been disposed of. We have children that were never meant to be up here seeking God. If it would have been up to the devil, it would have never happened but God. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 reads, Are they ministers of Christ? I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prison, more frequent. In deaths oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. This is Apostle Paul talking. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings often. In perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. And one more scripture in Psalms 18, verse 3. It says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. With the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to take the next few moments to speak to you on this thought. You can't stop a worshiper. Pastor, would you pray over the word today? you you can be seated you can't stop a worshiper many people become disappointed in their relationship with God because they mistakenly thought that serving God meant that there would be an absence of trouble 
But I found in my life that the devil simply hates Christians. He despises people of faith. But there's nothing that the devil hates more than a worshiper. He doesn't mind if you come in here and just sit back and watch everyone else worship. He doesn't mind if you never raise your hands or lift your voice. He doesn't mind if you just try to coast through your walk with God, never doing anything extra. But when you make up your mind to become a worshiper, the devil can't stand it. Because he knows that he can't stop a worshiper. There was a study done on drug overdoses in America. In a 12-month span, there were an estimated 100,000 306 deaths due to overdose. In just America alone, Americans spend over $90 billion on alcohol every single year. Every single second, well over $3,000 is spent on pornography. The devil has the world eating out of the palm of his hand, day in and day out. He has the world doing what he wants them to do and when he wants them to do it. The demonic spirits of hell have infiltrated this world. There is no corner of the world that sin isn't present in. But it bothers the devil that you're in the house of the Lord today, giving God praise. It bothers, it doesn't bother the devil that every Saturday night thousands of people gather together to watch and cheer for NBA players at basketball games. It didn't bother the devil that a bunch of people were in Las Vegas last night screaming and clapping during a UFC fight. It doesn't bother the devil that there will be thousands and thousands of people partying and screaming at a football game later today. But it bothers the devil that you're in the house of God today. Ready to worship the one that gave his life for you. Ready to worship the one that broke the addiction in your life. Ready to worship the one that delivered you from the hand of the enemy. The devil hates it when you worship. He doesn't like it because he knows that he can't stop a worshiper. He has most of the nearly 8 billion people in the world doing what he wants them to do. When he wants them to do it. But it bothers him that you're here today doing what God wants you to do. The devil hates it when you worship God. Come on, somebody. Have you ever been bothered by the devil? Anybody ever been troubled and tempted by the devil? He loves to bother you, so why don't you bother him just a little bit? Why don't you praise him just a little bit? Why don't you dance just a little bit? Why don't you shout? Just a little bit. Come on, somebody, if it bothers him that I raise my hands, I'm going to raise them even higher. If it bothers him that I jump just a little bit, I'm going to jump even higher. If it bothers him that I shout just a little bit, I'm going to shout even louder. The devil don't like it when you worship because he knows that he can't stop a worshiper. Nobody thinks it's crazy when a person gets loud at a basketball game. Nobody thinks it's crazy when you're yelling and screaming at a football game. 
Nobody thinks it's crazy when you're jumping up and down at a baseball game. But they think we're crazy because we get a little excited about the one who gave his life on Calvary. Come on, somebody, a basketball player never hung on a cross for me. A football player never delivered me from anything. A baseball player never broke any chain out of my life. So I'm going to praise the one that pulled me out of the mess I was in. I'm going to praise the one that broke the chain of addiction that was on my life. I'm going to praise the one that set me free from the hands of the enemy. I'm going to give God my very best praise. I wish somebody would let the devil know right now that if he walks into breaking bread today, he's in for a long day. I wish somebody would let the devil know right now, if you come in here trying to mess with a child of God, you're not going to shut me up. You're not going to quiet me down. You're not going to stop me from worshiping because devil, you can't stop a worshiper. Come on, somebody. He hates it when you worship. He hates it when you praise. He hates it when you're baptized in Jesus' name. He hates it when you walk down to this altar. He hates it when you're filled with the Holy Ghost. He hates it when you begin to speak in a language that he can't understand. I come to tell you today, he hates it because he can't stop a worshiper. He can have you broken. He can have you bound. He can have you about to give up, but the moment you get your hands in the air and you start to worship, he's got to let you go. I come to tell somebody today, if you've been feeling beat up this week, I dare you to praise God right now. If your life's been torn apart by the devil, I dare you to praise God right now. If you've been thinking about giving up, I dare you to praise God right now because the devil knows that he can't stop a worshiper. David was a worshiper. His whole life was about praising God because he was a worshiper that had a destiny. The devil didn't like him. The devil hated him. Devil sent a lion to kill him before he became a king, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then he sent a bear against him, but he found out you can't stop a worshiper. Then he sent a king against him, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then he sent the Philistines against him, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then he sent a giant against him, but you can't stop a worshiper. See, David learned a lesson about worship. You don't wait until the battle's over to worship God, but you send your praise out in front of you. David fought a giant we all know named Goliath. Goliath had what you call an armor bearer. Goliath had an armor bearer out in front of him because Goliath knew he needed something out in front of him to take the arrows of the enemy before they got to him. But Goliath didn't know that David had an armor bearer too. He said, you come at me with your sword and your shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. He sent his praise out in front of him. His praise went out before him. Come on, somebody. I don't believe it's coincidence that the Bible said it was a stone that took out that giant that day because the Bible refers to Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. I come to tell you today when David called upon the name of the Lord, the presence of God came into that place 
destroyed that giant before it could even get to him. Come on, somebody. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. If you'll just send your praise out in front of you, he'll show up and destroy your giant before it even gets to you. David said, I will call on the name of the Lord. The bear can't shut me up. The lion can't shut me up. Saul can't shut me up. The Philistines can't shut me up. And the giant can't shut me up. He said, I will call on the name of the Lord. When I'm in the valley, when I'm in a trial, when I'm in trouble, I will call on the Lord because he's worthy. He's worthy when I got a lion in front of me. He's worthy when I got a bear in front of me. He's worthy when I got a giant in front of me. He's worthy when I got an army in front of me. No matter what's in front of me, no matter what I'm going through, I will call on the Lord. Because my victory is determined by my worship. If I can just make up my mind that no matter what happens, I'm still going to be a worshiper. On my good days and my bad days, I'm still going to worship. On the mountain and in the valley, I'm still going to worship. When I'm up and when I'm down, I'm still going to worship. When I'm struggling and when I'm strong, I'm still going to worship. No matter what I'm going through, I still got to be a worshiper because the devil can't stop a worshiper. Joshua 6 and 16 says, And it came to pass at the seventh time, when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. He said, For the Lord hath given, not will give, but hath given. You've got to see your walls as fallen, while even while they're still standing. You've got to see your victory before your victory is even manifested. You've got to see your delivery before you've even been delivered. He said, you shout in advance for the Lord has already given you the city. That word shout there means shout in triumph, to shout in applause. That's why we lift our voice when we come into the house of God, because the victory's already been determined. It's already settled. You are going to be all right. The Lord is with you. He will bring you out. He will deliver you. He will save you. He will turn you around. He will pick you up. It's already determined, but it's on the other side of your shout. It's on the other side of your praise. It's on the other side of your worship because the devil can't stop a worshiper. He's tried since the beginning. First it was Pharaoh, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was the taskmasters, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was the Red Sea, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was the Edomites, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was a lack of water in the wilderness, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was hunger, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was foreign armies, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was the Jordan River, but you can't stop a worshiper. Then it was the walls of Jericho, but you can't stop a worshiper. 
no matter what comes your way, if you'll just be a worshiper, you can't stop a worshiper. You don't wait till you see your first crack in the wall. You don't wait till you see the mortar start to fall out. You don't wait till the first brick starts to fall. You just start praising God as soon as you see the wall because you know he's already given you the city because you know you can't stop a worshiper. Come on, somebody, if I needed a financial blessing right now, I believe I'd worship. If I needed a healing in my body right now, I believe I'd worship. If I needed filled with the Holy Ghost right now, I believe I'd worship. If I needed deliverance right now, I believe I'd worship. If I needed joy right now, I believe I'd worship. I come to tell somebody today, if you need something from the Lord today, I'd stand up and proclaim to the devil right now, I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel because I know, devil, you can't stop a worshiper. Worship isn't a feeling. Worship is a lifestyle. Your default setting is worship. When you don't know what to do, turn to worship. When you don't know which way to go, turn to worship. When your back's against the wall, turn to worship. Because the devil can't stop a worshiper. There's qualifications in the Bible for singers. There's qualifications in the Bible for teachers. There's qualifications for preachers and musicians. There's qualifications for doorkeepers. There's qualifications in the Bible for almost everything. But when it comes to worship, there's only one qualification. It doesn't say you have to be perfect. It doesn't say you have to have it all together. The only thing it says is you got to be breathing. Come on, somebody. I said, if you're breathing, you qualify. If you're struggling with something, why don't you try some worship? If you've been fighting a battle, why don't you try some worship? If you don't know which way to turn, which way to go, why don't you try some worship? Come on, somebody, don't wait until the battle's over. Worship him now. Don't wait until the struggle's over. Worship him now. Don't wait for your deliverance. Worship him now. I come to tell you today, you can shout your addiction away. You can shout your alcoholism away. You can shout your depression away. I wish somebody would let the devil know right now he can't stop you because he can't stop a worshiper. Somebody tell your neighbor worship is a lifestyle. Look at your other neighbor and say worship is a lifestyle. When Paul and Silas were in prison, they were surrounded by guards, beaten, chained up, locked behind prison doors. They were wounded and suffering, but their praise wasn't determined by their condition, but it was determined by how great their God was. So they did what their lifestyle was defaulted to. The Bible says at midnight they begin to sing praises unto God. Come on, somebody. They didn't wait for the earthquake. They created the earthquake. They didn't wait for the prison to shake. They shook the prison. They didn't wait for the chains to break. They broke the chains because they knew that you can't stop a worshiper. 
The devil wants nothing more than to get you to stop worshiping God. Because as long as you're a worshiper, he can't stop you. Worship is how we fight our battles. Worship is what we were created to do. Worship is our default lifestyle. The devil hates a worshiper because when you worship, it lets the devil know you haven't given up yet. It sends a message to him that I'm still here. I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel. You've hit me with all that you've got. You've thrown everything you got at me. You thought I was going to give up. You thought I was going to throw in the towel, but I'm still here. Worship tells the devil, I'm still here. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, the Apostle Paul is describing all the things he's been through. He said, I've been thrown in prison. Of the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. In journeying often. In perils of water. In perils of robbers. In perils of my own countrymen. In perils by the heathen. In perils in the city. In perils in the wilderness. In perils in the sea. In perils among false brethren. In weariness and in painfulness. In watchings often. In hunger and in thirst. In fastings often. In cold and nakedness. But even after all of that, as much as the devil tried against me, Paul said, I'm still here. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching to a group of people today that if the devil could have killed you, you'd have been dead a long time ago. But you're still here. I'm preaching to people that's been through ups and downs, tribulations and trials, but you're still here. I'm preaching to people that the devil thought he had you beat down, broken and ended, but you're still here. I come to tell somebody today, if you're still here, it means God's got a plan for your life. Come on, somebody, you haven't done too much. You haven't gone too far. You haven't been too bad that God can't turn your life around. That's why you're still here. Come on, somebody, you didn't get here by yourself but it was the hand of God that kept you. The devil thought he had you beat, but you're still here. He thought that the drug would take you out, but you're still here. He thought the depression was going to get you, but you're still here because you can't stop a worshiper. Stand with me all over this house as the musicians come. In the book of Exodus, it says as long as Moses' hands stayed in the air, Israel would win the battle. But as soon as they dropped, Israel would begin to lose the battle. I come to tell somebody today, the only way you can lose is if you quit. Defeat isn't declared when you fall, but it's declared when you refuse to get back up again. Throughout my walk with God, I've dropped my hands way too many times. But I've came here today to send a statement to the enemy. You've knocked me down. 
You've had me ready to throw in the towel. You've hit me with everything that you got, but I'm still here. You're not gonna make me run. You're not gonna make me quit. You're not gonna make me turn back around. But every time you come around, you're gonna see me with my hands in the air, letting you know, devil, that I'm still here. Brother Timmy, when you had your car accident and they had to hit you with those paddles, the devil wanted your life to end right there. At that point in your life, he had you right where he wanted you. But God stepped in because he knew that you would be standing in his house today sending a message to the enemy you thought you had me you thought there was no way for me to escape you thought you were going to kill me but I'm still here these altars are open today if you've been in a fight this week come up here and let the devil know you're still here if it's been a while since you've raised your hands come up here and let the devil know you're still here If in the past you've let your hands down, come up here and raise them back up and let the devil know you're still here. You can't stop a worshiper.